most of the buyers are looking for a legitimate reason why the business is on the market. And, and we want the same thing. We want to know we're dealing with motivated business owners who are wanting to sell and exactly why is it they're wanting to sell. And we're not uh, typically seeing business owners who are saying, oh, this, I've reached the pinnacle and all I see is a downward spiral. That's not what we're after. We're, we're looking for folks who are saying, I've reached my limit on my capabilities or my interest and somebody else needs to take this to the next level. And I might be willing to stay with the business, but I need, I need help. I need somebody else to take it over. Welcome back to the Apex Business Advisors podcast. I am Andy Cavanaugh, your host, and I am joined once again by the president of Apex Business Advisors, Doug Hubler. Doug, thanks for joining me again. Thank you. Happy to uh, to have you back. Last week we talked about why are we doing a podcast? What are we hoping to get out of it? What information are we, we looking to share? And I think one of the things for this week that we should probably dive into a little bit deeper than what we did last week is what exactly is a small business? Who are the sellers? Who are the buyers? Who are the people we're working with? What types of businesses? So businesses come in all shapes and sizes. So I, th- I thought today we, that would be a good place for us to pick up from where we, where we left off last week is in our definition, what exactly is a small business? Yeah, it can get a little fuzzy in our industry with advisors saying small business medium or, or large, uh, mid-market, small market. We're probably in that range where I think people would probably look at it and say small business is your local liquor stores or dry cleaners and that kind of thing. And that's, that's true. But we're also looking at businesses that are probably up over, it can be in the you know 10 million in revenue range or lower, somewhere in between. That's probably where most of our business falls. It's not all of it. There are businesses that we are involved in that are that are quite a bit larger. But I think most people look at small businesses being the family-owned operations, the the local businesses that we hear the the mom and pa type stores. Um, not just retail, but but anything that's um, kind of, I guess you would kind of think is family-owned started. And, and I think mentioning employees is a good, good thing, too, because I think we're um, probably, the majority of the businesses that we're involved with selling probably have under 50 employees. And most likely in that 10 to 20 range is, is very typical. And the other thing, too, I think that's important to point out is these are established businesses. Mm-hmm. These are not startups. These are not. Correct. I, I, Correct. In your experience, how long do you feel that the, the owners have been in, in place? Oh, pr- probably at least 10 years uh, for, for the most part. And you're right. There, there are a few that we're involved with where it's an owner-operator has done it for a couple of years, and, and I think they discovered that it's not for them. Uh, maybe it's not going well, 
and they're wanting us to do something with it, and those are very difficult, and that's not really what our buyers are after. And, and I would say that the industry term on that, it's called a distressed business. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, most of the time, right. Diving revenues, the cash flow is not... Yeah. Not, it just hasn't taken financial. just hasn't taken hold. Maybe yeah. not what the the owner dreamt of, you know. So maybe they've decided maybe they're not an entrepreneur. Maybe it was the wrong type of business, whatever. But I think our businesses are going to be more in that long term, ten, twenty, thirty years uh, in business, and it's time to move on for various reasons. What are some common reasons why somebody would want to? move on from a business? Probably the most that we come across would be retirement, health issues. There are times where you've got partnership disputes or maybe there's divorce or something. But by and large, we're, we're mostly looking at people who are retiring. I've uh, been doing it for many years and they've just decided that now it's now is the time. Yeah, which goes into the, the longevity Right. So mm-hmm. I've been doing this for 15, 20, 30 years, and it's it's time to retire. Oftentimes we'll see those people that may have thought this was going to be a generational business. Yeah, I think I think I think what you'll see is um, a legitimate reason why they're on the market uh, in, in all these cases. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes, too, that retirement leads into this, but it's no longer the right opportunity some of the sellers that I, I've worked with in the past, the opportunity is just no longer right. And it's not necessarily that it's a bad business or profits are faltering, but, you know, I, I think that there are, are cases where people are just better at different things. Some people are really good at startup, and then once it re- hits a, a certain level, they're, they, they lose interest. For how sure. often do you see the losing interest? In I was going to ask you. I mean, how often do you see burnout quite a bit yeah yeah I mean I think and even on you know folks who have been in the business for a long time they get to a point where they're tired they they don't have the energy to do the new things you know with social media with websites and and all of the things that we we think are pretty common now and we see business owners who don't even have what they call computer mail so, so we get things po- through the post office, uh, like financial statements and contracts and things. So um, there's, a, there's a certain point where uh, burnout is a, a definite reason. And maybe they're not, they don't have to be old, but they're just, they're just done. I, I see burnout in another way, too. And I, I'm, I'm curious as to how often you see this, but... I'm going to use a lawn and landscape example where, let's say, a person starts a lawn and landscape company when they're 14 years old, just mowing yards mm. around town. Yeah. And then they get a little bigger when they're 16, 17, and they've got now they've got the next neighborhood over. And then as time expands, the thing that they enjoyed doing was mowing the yard and being outside. And now they're managing 50 employees, right. taxes. Accountants, totally different. Yeah. Lawyers, then they uh, don't enjoy it. CRMs, and so right. the, they're doing all of these things, and you, you often see it in IT as well, where you have somebody that's really good and they really enjoy coding, and then they get moved into management, mm-hmm. and they're no longer doing the thing that they're really good right. at and really enjoy. I, I see that For quite sure. a bit. Do you, how often sure. do you see that? Oh yeah. I mean, I think that's where 
we see quite often is exactly what you described, is somebody who kind of started the business, enjoyed what they were doing, really hate the what they call the the ownership responsibilities, payroll, taxes, the the HR stuff. They like talking to clients, maybe they like selling. They they don't like managing people. So that's a that's a fair number of what we're seeing. So there's opportunity for somebody new to come in, somebody with some leadership skills and really enjoys that part of it. Yeah, and so when I when I work with buyers, you know, one of the things that I encourage a buyer to look for is not necessarily it's important to understand why this person is is selling the business. And the, the one thing I look at them is, you know, hey, know whether this is a good fit for you and what you can do to take this to the next phase, not mm-hmm. necessarily why they're they are where they are. You know, I my buyers will tell you that they they'll hear me use this phrase. Their numbers are their numbers. Your numbers will be your numbers. This will give you an idea of what this business has done historically. Right. But it is, and, it, and it's yeah. indi- indicative of future potential, but it's not, hey, you know, we're, we're both sports fans. I can tell you who won the past five Super Bowls. I can't tell you who's going to win the next five. I've got an idea who I think but it, it's all projection. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when you know we're working with buyers as far as looking at these businesses and evaluating is this gives you something to go on, but it's not going to be exactly like this. Right, right. And I think you know most of the buyers are looking for a legitimate reason why the business is on the market. And, and we want the same thing. We want to know we're dealing with motivated business owners who are wanting to sell. And exactly why is it they're wanting to sell? And we're not uh, typically seeing business owners who are saying, "Oh, this, I've reached the pinnacle, and all I see is a downward spiral." That's not what we're after. We're we're looking for folks who are saying, "I've reached my limit on my capabilities or my interest, and somebody else needs to take this to the next level." And I might be willing to stay with the business. But I need, I need help. I need somebody else to take it over. And so that's why, that that's where we see for the sellers. And you know, we're we'll come back next week and we'll we'll dive into into the buyers a little bit more because mm-hmm. you obviously need both sides of the equation. Who are the sellers? Why are they selling? What's their motivation? You know, before we wrap, you know, I think we wanted to touch on what does make a business attractive as far as when we go to list it. So, you know, something that we look for, and you touched on this last week, clean financials, good history, a good reputation, sound business practices, you know. Legal? Legal. That they're, (laughs) that's not, um, that the IRS isn't after them, you know, people who have actually paid their taxes and and are willing to provide the information and their motivation is, is key for us. Next I, week, kind of as a preview, what do you think we would talk about when we talk about who are I the think, buyers? I think it's important to know who, um, you know, for us, we're looking for people who's going to get to the closing table, who is going to look at opportunity, um, are we really look talking to entrepreneurs or, you know, people who are wanting to be entrepreneurs, and kind of diving into kind of the makeup of who makes a good buyer. All right. Well, we appreciate you joining us and uh, we will talk to you guys next week when we talk about who are the buyers. 
Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.